care to preach. I just had to say something, cause I'm the one with the reach. Young and got a quarter ounce, he tryna turn into me. Ain't had no daddies, had to learn from the streets. I used to be an honorable student, damn, then I turned to a beast. The first time I seen him get some blood on his sneaks. He had on Air Max 93s, but was slumped in the street. His mama crying at this son to me. Oh Lord, this shit I'm doing for my hood, I won't get an award. I used to sell Reggie, then how I get to the Forbes. I take a shot, if I miss, I'm getting on boards. And quitting no more, like give me some more. We went Old Navy, it feel like Christian Dior. Was dead broke, but Richard soul. Was we really that poor? Was we really that dumb? Cause we carry a gun. And every in my neighborhood carrying one. Cause we had nightmares of our mamas, got buried our son. I'm speaking to you as a prophet, as rare as they come. Gunshots sound like music hanging out the Buick. Why you wanna be a shooter? Mama told me not to do it, but I did it. Now I'm locked up in the prison. Call her mama like I shouldn't have did it. Watch my dream shatter in the instant. I'm on a visit, posing for the picture. Like I'm going for my promise, something. Like I ain't facing time or something. Riding for these like that shit, they hurt my mama, something. Only one gonna give me commissary, even buy me something when it all fall down. I can't call y'all now. Even if I hit your phone, that won't get me home. So many different times he did me wrong. That's the reason that I did this song. We was kids, used to play on the step. A couple years later, we flirting with the angel of death. I was 11 years old, I got my hands on the tech. When I first touched it, that shit gave me a rush. My homies dying, I'm like, maybe we next. That just made me a threat. Knowing in smoke my daddy, it just made me upset. Made me a man, shit, I was five when God gave me my test. Go to court with a court appointment, he won't say he object. You against the state and you ain't got no cake. Jail overpopulated, they ain't got no space. I know a youngin' that got murk and get to dry no rape. But he in the hearse on the way to church. I know his mom going fake. When she smell like bomber fluid, cologne all on her baby. Pastor said he's sending you home, she going crazy. When they drop that casket all in the ground, who gon' save me? How could you blame me when I'm trying to stay alive and just survive and beat the odds when you die by 25? When I stop fearing for my life, when I decide to change my mind and stop towing. Try to smoke the pain away, they lock us up for smoking. Put them on probation, lock them up, it's being perfect. Victim to the system like a raindrop in the ocean. They closing all the schools and all the prisons getting open. Yeah. See, coming from where I come from, we had to beat the streets, beat the system, beat racism, beat poverty. And now we made it through all that, we had the championship. Shalom, shalom. How y'all doing today? This is uh, Keyshawn coming at you again with another episode of Seeds for Thought. Um, I just wanted—I know that was a kind of a long intro, but I just want to let that song play because uh, Meek was Meek was speaking in that song. He was saying a lot of a lot of real stuff that um, my people we go through and people don't think about, like when it comes to rap music or hip hop music. People just think about like gang banging and all that stuff. I mean, Meek has his songs about that, but you know, as you get older, you know, as he's gotten older, he's starting to change. Well, he's always said some real stuff about what's going on, but in that, he was just talking about what our people go through and like our community and like how we have a system over our head. And uh, he was like, How can you blame me for trying to stay alive and beat the eyes in the system? I'm supposed to be dead by 25, like, or in jail by 25. So it's like, me realizing who I am as a person, then, like, obviously, I'm a Negro, so, obviously, there's a system over my head that doesn't want me to succeed, they want, they don't want me to think critically, they don't want me to think I can be more than besides, like, a drug dealer or a hooper, 
You know, they want me to fit into the stereotypes rather than um going outside the stereotypes. So I just that's why I had that song playing, you know. Uh I I had the clean version so y'all ain't have to hear no curse words and stuff like that. But he was um he was saying some real stuff in that so but this is the third episode of Seeds for Thought. Um, the title of this one is Babylonian Religions, Universal Confusion, and Rebellion. So, I mean, it's it's taking me a little bit longer for this episode because I wanted to, you know, create a PowerPoint so I'll be more organized with my topics instead of just going all over the place. So, I'm about to start it out. Um, so, the title is Babylonian Religions. So, therefore, like, you're like, what in the world does Babylon mean or Babylonian mean? Um, but Babylon is an ancient city. Um, if y'all ever heard of the Tower of Babel in Genesis, like, that's where Babylon is considered, like, the kingdom of Babylon. But, uh, like, this was the beginning of the time, and then Revelation speaks of the mystery of Babylon, the great whore, or whatever. And, like, there's Babylon, it's just, it's a it's a kingdom, really, of, like, confusion, of rebellion, of just doing whatever. It's just rebellion against Yahuwah, like, the Most High at the end of the day. But um, I looked up the Webster Dictionary ver- uh, definition of Babylon and a city devoted to materialism um, and sensual pleasure. And ancient Babylon... Uh, was like near um south of Baghdad near the Euphrates River up today so it's like modern day Iraq um the Rastafarians use the term as an aspect of a society seen as degenerate as a degenerate or oppressive especially the police so I mean that's just a oppressive society um the higher ups are in control of the lower half, so the one percent controls the bottom percent. Um, historically, pagan Babylon worshipped the sun as a deity, and pagan religions also worship the sun. So, as we go on in this uh this episode, that we'll cover more of that. Uh, you'll see how the sun god worship, moon god worship, um, is like in all the religions of today, or like serpent worship is in all the religions of today. Who's the father of Babylon? Um, you you like reading your Bible, your Tanakh. You'll see uh, Nimrod is actually the father of Babylon. Um, Genesis, uh, the Table of Nations has Nimrod as a son of Cush, uh, and Cush is the son of Ham. Um, let's see. Uh, Nimrod is described in Genesis as the first on earth to be a mighty man, a mighty hunter before Yahuwah. It's easy to see how people made the leap from one mighty hunter in the Bible calling any hunter a Nimrod. A lesser known fact that Nimrod has seen uh, some use as a noun meaning tyrant. Nimrod was not reputed to be especially benevolent king, although the sense is now especially obsolete. The legendary Nimrod is also sometimes associated with the attempt to build the Tower of Babel because the tower resulted in the uh and the wrath of Yahuwah and proved a disastrous idea. Um so Nimrod also means like a stupid person, uh rebellious, a jerk, an idiot. 
a tyrant like that says. Um, so these people in Babylon, they were worshiping the sun as a deity. They were worshiping like material things. Abraham's father, Terah, was actually um, like uh, he was high up in the kingdom of Babylon. Um, and he was an idol worshiper, just like Nimrod and whatnot. Uh, Genesis chapter 10, verses 8. Uh, Cush was the father of Nimrod, who grew to be a mighty warrior on earth. He was a mighty hunter against Yahuwah. Uh, the centers of his kingdom was Babylon, Iraq, Akkad, and uh, Canaan and Shinar. So these are all places in ancient Mesopotamia. Um, so you can look up these places and you can see where they are. Like, the Tanakh is a historical document. It's not just a book, like, full of, like, just sands and stuff like that. Like, it's historically accurate. That's why it's been manipulated so much. Because once you start really looking into it, you're like, oh, this book is not just any, like, any other book. That's the reason why it's been manipulated so much. Um, Then I looked up, like, Cush, a direct descendant, uh, a direct son of Ham, um, and Cush is also seen as the father of the Ethiopians. So the Cushites are like the Ethiopian people. Um, so once like the, uh, the tower of Babel idea went wrong, that's when Yahuwah, uh, confused everyone's language. So Babel, Babel. Um, so that's when I, they try to build a tower up to heaven and like, that's when like basically, so you see a one world order idea today. And then you can see it back then. And so there's actually technology that has like, uh, basically you can put like this piece in your ear and you can understand the like the technology will translate what the person is saying for you. So it's just like you can see we're getting closer and closer to that one world order, one world religion. Um, but the Sumerians uh, very early developed a religious political state which was extremely binding on all who lived in it except for the rulers who were a law unto themselves so these people were above the law so like that's how you can see the government today um they're above all the citizens they see themselves as better than them they see them as controlling them um this system was to influence the ancient near east for over three thousand years other cultures which followed the sumerian systems were akkad babylon assyria and Persia, which became the basis of the Greeks, the Greece and Roman systems of rule. Founded by Cush, the Sumerians were very important historically and biblically. And this was written in an article, um, Who is Nimrod? Dr. David Livingston. So you can look that up. But you can see here, like, these belief systems were just passed down. So there's nothing new under the sun. So you could, that's why you can see the same, like, teachings from like the Sumerians down to the Egyptians to the Greeks to the Romans and then like you just you just see it in society still today but it's through symbolism um so we're gonna get into that um we already talked about the tower uh tower of Babel but the definition in the Webster dictionary uh a city uh typed in Babel a city in Shinar where the building of a tower is held in Genesis to have been halted by the confusion of tongues. Uh, Babel, a confusion of sounds or voices, a scene of noise or confusion. Synonyms for Babel, uh, Bedlam, uh, Circus, Madhouse, Shrum, Three Ring Circus. So you can see this is tied to a whole bunch of 
confusion, chaos, uh, entertainment. Like, you know, the circus is not normal. So it's just like some wild stuff going on. Um, so you hear people talk about pagan religions or what a pagan is or paganism is. Uh, the definition of pagan, Webster's Dictionary, uh, heathen, especially a father of polytheistic religion, as in ancient Rome. So you can see, like, all this stuff is, you know, I'm not just coming up with stuff off the top of my head. Uh, the second one is one who has little or no religion or who delights in sensual pleasures and material goods and irreligious or hated Head in, I don't know, I'm sorry, person, um, the neo, neo-pagans, witches, druids, goddess worshippers, and other pagans in America today, Alice Dow, so there you can see, um, we looked at the definition of Babylon, and it was, like, people who, uh, like, find pleasure in sensual pleasures or material goods, so idols, they worship idols, and they worship themselves, so they want to, They it's all about self-worship. And we see that in today with, like, everything. You know, it's all about you. No, it's not really about other people. It's just all about how you feel, not, you know, they just want to take advantage of other people. They just want to have all the nice things on earth. Um, they don't really care about the spiritual. They're not interested in all that. They just care about the physical and gaining stuff in this physical realm that can't go with you to the afterlife, so... Like, you know, nothing new is under the sun. Um, and earlier in the slides, we saw how, um, like, the Sumerians developed a religious political state, which was extremely binding on all. Uh, like, that was by the Sumerians. The Sumerians created that, and it ended up ruling the Near East for over 3,000 years. 3,000 years is a long time. But... You see that that happened, right? So um, we get to the definition of religion. And uh, you can, like, trace back. You know, you go on Google and type in the definition of, and then you, like, hit the little bar to extend it down to see how the word has been used in other languages in the past. And in Latin, religion actually means to bind. Or, like... Uh, uh, monistic vow so you're vowing you're taking an oath uh but latin it means to bind you can look it up um and in that sumerians beliefs it was a religious political state so i mean like we're binded once we once we like had these religious beliefs or these traditional beliefs for a long time once we hear something that's contrary to those beliefs we like we're quick to brush it off rather than to looking into it or like, you know, thinking about it critically rather than just sticking to what they've been told their whole entire lives. So, I mean, being open-minded is a very good thing, but also you have to be, have foundation to know that like, like I grew up, I guess you can say calling myself a Christian because I believed in the Bible and, you know, I went to church and all that stuff, but I didn't really gain any knowledge in all that time of knowing why I'm doing what I'm doing, why I, uh, why I, um, like, why we went to church on Sunday, why we called him God, why we called him Lord, uh, I didn't know about the, the tribes of Israel, I didn't know about Ham, Sham, and Japheth, like, 
you know, but my foundation was the Bible and my foundation was believing in a creator and believing in his begotten son. And as I've done more and more research, I've seen how true the Bible is and how nothing has been wrong with the Bible besides the teachings of it and the translations of it and people misinterpreting it. So it's like people follow up all these other things, but they just want to say that this book is wrong when it's not. It's really like man's traditions and beliefs are wrong compared to the word of Yahuwah and his uh his people. But um the birth of Babylonian religion, so it goes back to Nimrod. Um the priests of Nimrod proclaimed that Nimrod became the son after he died in order to continue his worship. When his wife became pregnant five months later, she claimed that she was made pregnant by the rays which is the corona, the rays of the sun, which is like the outside of it, which is considered the corona. Um, and she said that her husband impregnated her. Well, she said the sun was her husband because they said Nimrod went up and became the sun god. Uh, when Samaramas died, uh, the priest of Nimrod proclaimed that she was the, the queen of heaven and she became the moon goddess. So here you see sun god worship, then you see moon god worship. Um, the widow of Nimrod named Samaramis named her illegitimate son Tammuz uh, when he was born supposedly on December 25th as were the other sun gods. So December 25th. Hmm. De what's December 25th? <laughs> and once you start looking into a lot of stuff, December 25th is actually seen as the darkest day of the year. Um... Yeah, and there's just like a whole bunch of false guys that were born on this day. But the Tanakh never says anything about when Yahusha was born. Um, like a date or nothing like that. They don't really celebrate uh, birthdays in the Tanakh. And I actually, my birthday just passed. It was May 12th, so it was like Tuesday. Today's May 16th. Um, and I was just, you know, I like to look into everything. So I just looked it up. Our birthday is satanic and actually in the satanic Bible. Um... Alistair Crowley, he wrote it. He was just saying, like, basically, you take that day upon yourself to worship yourself, give yourself gifts and stuff like that. You're idolizing yourself. So that's him that's saying it. I, I, I'm not saying that. But I just took that day as, like, everybody that told me thank you. I was just, I mean, everybody that told me happy birthday. I was just like, thank you. Um, I hope you're doing well. I, didn't, I wasn't trying to make it by myself, just talking to people. Uh, I'm glad that they're acknowledging and but at the end of the day just thank you for the most high for allowing me to see another year a lot of people like me don't see 21 a lot of people in general don't see 21 so I'll praise to the most high for that um and then uh as we all know Abraham is seen as the father of the Israelites so we're gonna get into that but um Tara had a son named Abraham and Abraham was told to leave where his people were and like where his family was and go out to another land because the where he was from was a whole lot of idol worshiping and stuff. So Nimrod, Abraham was actually born around where Nimrod was and Nimrod was actually trying to kill Abraham because his stargazers saw that, saw in the stars because the stars and stuff are seen as signs from Yahuwah. Like, that's what the sun, the moon, and the stars are for, for signs, um, like Genesis says. Um, but uh, he was he was a Shemite. 
Um, he was stemmed from Shem. You can trace his uh, genealogy back, just like you can trace Yahusha's genealogy back all the way to all the way to Adam. Um, but people don't think about this. Like Abraham actually ended up learning from Noah and Shem because they were still alive when Noah was. Bo- I mean, Abraham was born, and therefore Noah was alive when like Lamech, Methuselah, Enoch, like might even learn from Adam some too because you remember like these guys before the flood they were living very like extremely long times and Noah was, and Shem were actually together and so Abraham went and learned from Noah and Shem um I was doing some research and I came across that and I just thought that was absolutely fascinating to think about so people try to say like oh this book like they just interpreted it but like this stuff is passed down from certain people who didn't worship the sun moon or stars or nature, these people worshiped the creator and like they had a relationship with the creator. Um, Abraham is known as the Hebrew. Uh Ibaru is one of like Noah's grandfathers. Um and the Hebrew is said to also mean the one on the other side because all of the world was on one side and he was alone on the other. So he's alone because the rest of the world is into material things. They're into idolism. They're into worshiping the sun, moon, and stars. But Abraham decided that, like, it, it said that he was in a cave. Like, his father, he was hiding him, and he put him in a cave outside of where he was because uh, Abra- uh, cause Nimrod was trying to kill Abraham because he saw in the stars that there would be one to come and... um like be a threat to his throne and that and like it was a boy but they weren't worried about girls they were worried about boys so like when the time came for babies like start being born around this time like all these girls were being born and then he had a Tara had a son and ended up being Abraham and you know he took him out of the city so no one would know about his son and then at a very young age Abraham was looking in his cave and he saw the sun. He was like, should I worship the sun? And then the sun went down and then the moon came up. He was like, should I worship the moon? And then he saw that the moon went down and he was like, well, I'll just worship the creator of you like the sun and the moon. So that's who Yahuwah is. That's why I don't worship the sun or the moon because when those are down, they, they're, they're working. They're not the creator. You know, they didn't create us, but and the Egyptians actually saw the, the sun as the supreme creator. Um, Learned that in my history class. I had already been doing research and stuff, but then that just had confirmed it in my history class. Um, And then here are the lies of the Abrahamic religion. So you got Christianity, which birthed from Catholicism. And they say that that's what the New Testament is about, Christianity. But turns out, you know, it's, we'll get into that, but right now is Christianity is really sun worship, which is stems from the, what the Egyptians were doing. Like we said, the, the, um, the Egyptians got their knowledge from the Sumerians. The Greeks got their knowledge from the Egyptians and the Romans got their knowledge from the Greeks. So the Greeks and the Egyptians were tied together around the time of like, uh, like when Alexander, no, when Alexander the Great started, you know, invading them, they tried to unify Egypt and Greece. So 
you know, that's when, like, that's how the Europeans got into the whole sun worship thing um, through the Egyptians. Um, then you got the law of Judaism of today, which is actually the son of God of Satan. Um, Revelation 2 and 9 says, I know the blasphemy of those who say they're Jews, but they're not. They are the synagogue of Satan. Um, then you got Islam, which is really moon goddess worship. Uh, Allah is actually the moon god. Uh, Luna, uh, mother goddess worship, you know, and that's, that's what it, that's what it goes down. And duality is the sun and the moon, um, good and evil from the knowledge. Of, so it's like you see a whole lot of parallels. But here's sun god worship. Um, the Catholic cross is a pagan symbol copy from pagan religions related to the sun worship. The Egyptians had the Ankh. The Coptic Christians had the Coptic cross. In Roman culture, Sunday was uh, known as the day of the sun god. The cross as we know it today in Christianity was an invention by Constantine who played an important role in the history of the Catholic Church. And you got to break down words. Catholic means universal. Church, Kirch, you look it up, it's the daughter of the sun god Helios. Um, sun worship became the dominant religion in ancient civilizations, civilization, spreading from Mother Babylon to India, China, Africa, Greece, Rome, Mexico, South America, Egypt, and Europe. Uh, pyramids are a sign of sun god worship. So, like, as we know, um, Lucifer is the god of this world, the, the prince of the air, like... Yahusha came into our Messiah came our Mashiach came into this realm to die from us to take power from like the serpent. And so in Genesis three and fifteen it says that from the woman's seed one will come and crush the head of the serpent. And once one we experienced spiritual death once we uh ate from the fruit. But once Yahusha came and died from us he crushed the serpent's head spiritually. He defeated death. He rose again. Like, but it was through the power of Yahuwah that he did all of this. It wasn't him. Um, and so the Egyptians have a cross. The uh, the the sun cross. Um, Odin has a cross. Um, like I said, pyramids are a sign of God. A sign of sun God worship. Uh, the obelisks. Obelis, it's the sign of sun god worship. Um, let's see. There's a lot. Like, on my PowerPoint is here, but y'all can't really see it since I'm on the podcast. So, we're going to slide over to moon god worship. Uh, the crescent moon, the crescent moon and star are the symbol of Lucifer, and Venus, and Ishtar. So, you start seeing parallels. Uh, Nana, Diana, slash Diana. Uh, the crescent moon and the star worship as the moon goddess or mother goddess. Um, and then the pentagram. Uh, this is from a little website that I've seen. I put it on my PowerPoint, so I'm just going to read it all to y'all. Uh, it, it needs eight years and one day for the appearance of Venus to complete a whole pentagram. Nowadays, we are able to plot these emotions fairly easy. However, the ancients... Uh, for the ancients, the method must have been sophisticated and painstaking. The goddess that we know as Venus was to the Akkadians, and the Akkadians goes back to the Babylonians. Um, 
and the Akkadians they named like after Babylon they called it the gates of the gods and they believed that like the fallen angels are the gods that they're referring to because we all know that it's um it's only Yahuwah um and the Akkadians Ishtar and Ayana a powerful divinity not only of love and harmony but also a goddess of war and destruction and again we encounter the contradiction of reality as referred to by I can't pronounce that dude's name um this is names off a whole bunch of people it has Shakespeare up here Bacon Charles uh Dog Dogson better known by his pen name of uh, Lewis Carroll and many others Venus is a single major planet of the solar system aside from uh earth it to be uh designated as a feminine spirit so they say venus is the, one of the only feminine spirits but i'm about to knock this out real quick the earth is not spinning around the sun at a thousand miles per hour while we're chasing around right no we're not spinning around a thousand miles per hour while going around the sun at sixty seven thousand miles per hour while the sun is going through space at five hundred and fourteen thousand miles per hour that makes no absolutely no sense we're inside of the firmament and the stars are attached to the firmament and the sun and the moon are inside the firmament this is a level surface right we're on a level surface there's no curve like you go up in a plane you won't see a curve you go up on top of a mountain you won't see a curve Water ha always has to be level or else it will keep moving. That's it. So the soul lure system is a lie. The Big Bang Theory was created by the Roman Catholic Church. It was a Catholic priest. You can look into it. Uh, the Mayans, and I'm going, I'm about to hop back, finish this, uh, this slide, um, this, this website. The Mayans determined their calendar system from the movements of Venus. They chose uh, positions of the planet to decide the time of a war. The five star, the five pointed star that is still used as a military symbol. It is um, instilled onto tanks, for instance, or applied a sigma and derives from the stately movements of the great astral goddess. So you see with the Mayans, they had pyramids and stuff like that. So it's all, all that stuff is tied together. Um, actually, the name of a sun god was uh, Sin. Sin was the name of the moon, uh, moon god to the Arabians. So um, the synagogue of Satan, I'll hop into that real quick. And like I said, Islam is worshiping Allah unknowingly, just like catholics or christians they're unknowingly worshiping the sun god like they go to church on sunday like the catholic church birthed christianity but in all actuality i'm gonna get into it i gotta slide on it but there's a guy named serapis um like which is tied to osiris because the greeks and the egyptians uh trying to unify through religion so they were using that but the center god is saying in revelations 2 and i i know thy works in tribulation and poverty but thou art rich i know the blasphemy of them which say they are jews and are not but are the synagogue of satan behold i will make uh this is revelations 3 and 9 now behold i will make them of the synagogue of satan which say they are jews and are not but do lie behold i will make them come and worship thy feet to know that i have loved thee so this was written way back before the synagogue of satan was even um 
established because that's John writing his revelations, his prophecy. Um, the Jews of today, the European Jews of today over there in Israel are Ashkenazi Khazarian Jews. Uh, they stem from Japheth's grandson Ashkenaz, which is tied to uh, Germany. They converted to Judaism in around the seventh century. Um, you can look into all of this. Look at the table of uh, the table of nations in Genesis ten, and you can see that Ashkenaz is a grandson of Japheth. And actually, it says these are like once it's done labeling the descendants of Japheth, it says these are the Isles of the Gentiles. So the Gentiles are stem from um Japheth. Nobody else is called a Gentile besides the descendants of Japheth. Ham's not a Gentile, and Shem's not a Gentile. Ham can be Ham and Shem can be heathens, but they're not Gentiles. Um, here's a little excerpt for I've got from uh, genetic roots of the Ashkenazi Jews. The new findings contradict previous assertions that Ashkenazi lineage or originated in the Near East. Um, they stem from a mass conversions to Judaism in the Khazar King Khazarian Kingdom. An empire in the North Caucasus region between Europe and Asia lasting from the 7th century to the 11th century whose leaders adopted Judaism. So you can see they adopted. They're not the original people. The original people got cast out of the land in 70 AD and during the siege of Jerusalem by the Romans. So you can look into all that. Uh, there's a book called The 13th Tribe. Who is He's actually is an Ashkenazi Jew and he says that these aren't the people. He goes into depth. Um author Kessler. Uh there's a book called The Synagogue of Satan by Milan Martin. He he they're they're putting out these aren't these aren't Negroes putting out this information. These are Europeans. Um Albert Einstein was an Ashkenazi Jew and we all know he came from Germany over to America. Um and then we got uh Serapis or Serapis, a Greco-Egyptian deity. Earliest mention of Serapis was uh, 323 BC. This is 300 years before Yahusha stepped on the scene. Um, soon at, seen as a mix of Egyptian Osiris called Osiris once he died. So his, they, they started calling him something else when he died. And it's tied to uh, Serapis, which is Osiris. Uh, and the bull. It's a mix of Osiris and the bull Apis to unify the Egyptian culture with the Greek culture. Serapis, Serapis had also had powers linked to Greek gods Hades, Demeter, and Dionysus. I don't know. I pronounced that wrong. Um, he was called the Lord of Healing and Fertility. Uh, he is seen as the ascended masters in the Theolos. Theosophical society, Theosophical society, and it's just a mixture of a whole bunch of beliefs. You got the Egyptian belief, you got the Hindu belief, you got uh, Gnostics belief, all in that stuff. His priests were considered to be the bishops of Christ. His followers, his followers were considered Christians or Christianos. Way before this is way before Yahusha stopped stepped on the scene. Way before Yahusha stepped on the scene. Look into it. 
Yahusha was considered the Mashiach. Not Christ. He was considered a Mashiach. Um, as early as 200 BCE, there were pagan worshippers of Serapis that called themselves Christians. 200 BC. Um, this is Don Isaac Abarno, um, a Jewish wealthy statesman and philosopher. Uh, back in this is he lived from 1437 to 1508. Uh, believed that a tradition existed that many of the early Christians were Edomites. Edomites is Esau. Early Christians, Edomites, Rome, right? Greco-Roman society, Greco-Egyptian society. The Egyptians got their knowledge from the Sumerians, as we saw already, that the sun god worship was passed, you know, through all these worlds in Greece and Rome and Egypt. They're all up there. They're all up there. And this, they, people knew this information. He lived in 1500. It's 2020, and people aren't aware of this stuff. Um, this is Ernest L. Martin. Most of the Edomites from Edom and many from Tyre went to West Italy to West to Italy and other places at where they became Christians. The Edomites migrated in masses to Western regions of the Roman Empire. They became Christian but retained some of their previous practices and influenced early Christianity with their pagan traditions. So they weren't called Christians when Yahusha was on the scene. Well, right after he died, they were called Nazarenes. They were called followers of the way because Yahusha is the way, the truth, and the life. They're followers of the way. They're not. Why would we, the the people who follow Yahuwah are to be set apart. They aren't supposed to be like the rest of the world. So that means they're going to be different. And you can see how Edom, Esau is tied to, you know, all this other stuff. They actually destroyed Jerusalem, they, you know, the siege of Jerusalem, they, that was them, the Romans. Romans 9 and 13, as it, is, as it is written, Jacob I have loved, but Esau I have hated. That's Romans 9 and 13. But God is love. That's what everybody says. He is, he is. But, I mean, if people despise him, then I mean, like he—he's a forgiving Alua, but I mean, if you rebel against him, you reject him. Then, like, if you don't like that says, if you don't forgive somebody, then he's not gonna forgive you. So it's just like it's written right here. And like, there's a book called Who Is Edom, and in that book it says, um, it says we hate Yahuwah. Well, they say they hate God because God hates us. Um, the word Christian stems from Cretan. You lift it up, uh, and Cretan means a stupid person, a person who is physically deformed, has mental mental disability because of their thyroid deficiency. Um, but you look it up in French. Uh, that that word Christian or well, Cretan stems from. It was Cretan, and then it was Christine, Christine, and then it got turned to Christianos, Christianos in Latin, so French to Latin, yeah. So, why would we be calling ourselves that? 
words carry uh you know certain powers to it certain frequencies certain vibrations so you keep calling yourself this you keep calling yourself that and it you know it starts binding you you start calling yourself dumb you start saying you're sick you start saying all this stuff then it's gonna actually start happening um but yahoo is the way well yahusha is the way to yahoo um nobody's perfect we just it's a never-ending battle uh it's a spiritual battle not a not a physical battle we don't we don't wrestle against flesh and blood but you know dark powers in high places so i misquoted that but i mean i'm paraphrasing but you know i mean hey i hope y'all enjoy this little lesson i'm sorry it was 40 minutes long but felt like i gave y'all some good info but don't believe anything i say look into it for yourself uh it's always deeper than the surface every tree has roots so look at the roots of what you say what you believe in what you do um the truth is the truth and a lie is a lie no matter if no one believes it so if a the truth is the truth no matter if no one believes it and a lie is a lie no matter if everybody believes it and now looking at society today it seems like if everybody has this same thought then it's probably wrong if everybody's calling this thing one thing then it's probably wrong like so just look research it's the age of information knowledge has increased people are able to go to and fro we are definitely living in the end times these are the latter days of humanity um yahusha is returning but there's things that have to fulfill like unfold before all that stuff happens so just get ready spiritually like i'm still fighting my demons like i still have things i gotta work on like i just want to make it to the kingdom of heaven and i just want to share this knowledge with y'all that yahuwah has given me so um shalom to all of y'all barack all of y'all y'all stay up um comment up here you know tell me if anything if i need to do anything differently tell me what you'd like to hear uh subscribe or like add it to your library so you know when i drop some more stuff you'll get notified uh share it on your social media just want to spread the word and uh, study to show yourself to prove just look into everything it's, it's actually fun when you start being able to put the pieces together like that's the i seen that's the difference between information and knowledge information you just retain it and then you're able you lose it quick because you're not able to like piece it with anything but with knowledge it's like a it's like a fat puzzle and so once you start putting the pieces together then you're able to see it and then it's hard for you to forget it once you see it feel me but y'all stay up i love y'all shalom shabbat shalom the sun's not down yet it's still it's still shabbat um and you know barack all y'all all praise be to the most high uh shalom hallelujah find yahusha shalom <laughs>